welcome to Transition Podcast. My name is Noma. Let's chat, people. Okay, so this is episode seven of season six. And if you are an old timer, you would know that that is a bit strange because usually each season, as it were, um, you know, is six episodes. And that's the way I've been doing it. I think the only time where I didn't do it that way was when I was on the 30 days Thanksgiving around November last year. So we went over the standard six episodes. So this time again, we are going a bit over the standard six episodes. And that's because, like I said, August is going to be the month where we unpack this bitterness topic as much as possible. I think that we live in a world now, thanks to social media, where everybody is happy, content, satisfied, you know, in their lane, doing their thing, not bruised, not hurt, not disappointed. Um, and But that's not true. That's just what we all present. We have all experienced pain. We have all experienced disappointment. I remember in church um, some Sundays ago, the pastor made all of us stand in the service. And then he said, how many of you have not had a challenge this year? Sit down. And we're all standing still. And then he said, you know, I want you to look around the room. These are the people you know, you're relating with people who are carrying hurts and people who are carrying, you know, prayer requests and heaviness on their hearts in one form or the other, over one thing or the other. Um, And I was thinking about it when I started talking about bitterness and, you know, the part one, thank you for listening. Part two, thank you for listening, um, where we unpacked bitterness and, and what causes it. And then we looked at, in part two, what it looks like and what it sounds like, that's bitterness. And I remember listening back to the episode and thinking to myself, the last thing I want is for anyone to think, oh, Norma is talking about this because, you know, she's a general, (laughs) you know, she hasn't dealt with bitterness or she's, you know, she's just like this perfect person and, you know, she's telling us what to do. No, (laughs) not at all. And so for this episode, I wanted to just share maybe a personal testimony, maybe a reflection, but just how, how God has helped me and how he is helping me because I'm still in the school of it. And that's why I wanted to share it as well to, to, for anyone else who is in the school or who needed this work. Yeah, so I wanted to just share my own personal experience with bitterness. So, yeah, so this episode is titled, What's the Mara? Me versus Bitterness. So, let's chat, people. So, um, where do I start from? <laughs> I've had a number of life experiences. Um, let me talk now like one old wise woman. <laughs> Uh, Well, I've had a number of life experiences that had bitterness, like really crouching at the door of my heart. And in in fact, at a point, the bitterness safe had gotten married and started having grandchildren, (laughs) started having grandchildren safe. Um, 
but yeah, I have, I have had to consciously wage this war with bitterness. Um, but the interesting thing is that I never, I didn't even know that that was what I was going through. I didn't even know that was what was happening to me, that this was, this was bitterness. Um, so I remember very clearly, and I was, you know, just sharing this with a friend of mine over the phone. I remember very clearly, like in 2019, um, I was very angry. You see this number that is sounding so chilled and calm. And for those of you who have interactions with me, you know, you're like, you know, I have this, my friend even calls me mommy Gio sometimes. I'm like, sis calm down, you know, but, you know, though 2019, I was very, very angry, very angry. And the only people who saw that were people who were living with, like living in the same space with me. Um, and then maybe my mom, because maybe I would, you know, share things with her in that regard, but I was very angry. It didn't take much to get me to act up. It didn't take much at all. I was just, I was just a, an irritation away from throwing a major fit and it would be major. I would scream, I would shout, I would yell, I would, you know, and I knew that that wasn't me, but I was just so angry. And after I have that whole rage experience, I will go into this space where I'll start feeling really guilty, start feeling really bad because a lot of times I knew that what was happening did not warrant that level of explosion, but I just couldn't understand. I was just so angry. And it wasn't that I didn't understand why I was angry, but I didn't understand why it was coming in that way. Like I'd never had that kind of experience ever in my life before then. And I can't even say now like, oh, you know, I had a dream or, or, you know, like God spoke to me through the clouds or something, but somehow in the process of time, um, I was, I was really able, I got, I got what it was called bitterness. It's like when you go to the doctor, you know, after a while of like being sick and, and having aches and pains, and then you go to the hospital and he says, okay, let's run a test. You know, and then he comes back and he says, oh, it's malaria. Oh, you're pregnant, <laughs> whichever one. And um, it was almost something like that. I can't remember the specific encounter. It wasn't even a conversation even with someone. But in the course of time, I realized that what was going on in my heart was I was bitter. You know, I was bitter because 2018 had been a very emotionally difficult year for me. My, my life changed drastically. And I felt like Naomi, like we've been discussing, I felt it was unfair. And so I just couldn't understand, God, why did you allow it? And this is not fair. And and I was so, but the bitterness I was feeling in my heart towards that situation was manifesting as anger. And all I knew was that I was angry, but I didn't know that it was bitterness. And so when I would say like, when God enabled me to know what was wrong, what was really wrong, what, what was at the root of all this anger I was ex experiencing and expressing. Um, and when I'm out and about, when I'm at work, I'm so chilled, I'm so controlled, I'm, you, you know, but once I got home, it would just be, I'll be a totally different person once I got home. 
Um, and so when I was, God enabled me to know that, okay, this is what is really at the root of it. I was able to, I was able to know what to pray. Once I knew this, this, it was bitterness out. I had something to, to pray about. I as I could call it this. And I remember, you know, over time I was, you know, in prayer, I would, I would call it, I would say it. I was like, God, I feel, I feel bitter. And I will say why I felt bitter, you know, and I will say, I will list the things that I felt were unfair. I would list the things that were hurting me. And I would say, this, this is causing my heart to feel bitter. And another thing I was also able to, to see, God helped me to see, to be honest, because I don't even think, I know that I don't even think, I know that I'm not that smart to be able to like pinpoint all these things. And God just helped me to connect the dots in some way. I also knew that when my heart was getting into that place of bitterness, there were certain things that I would not be doing. So especially spiritual practices. So I wouldn't want to pray as much. I'll be very, you know, like not interested in spending time to pray, not interested in reading my Bible or listening to, to you know, gospel music or even sermons, anything, you know, spiritually uplifting. Um, and I remember that there was, there's this particular lady, I've, I've talked about her a number of times here that I love listening to her. I love her sermons. I love her teachings. I connect with her. I mean, on two occasions when I was, when I did like a vision board thing, she was on my vision board. But I remember that there was a period in that I just couldn't listen to any of her sermons. I just, I didn't, you know, I would see it. I couldn't even listen to any sermon if I want to be honest, but for some, especially hers, you know, for someone who I would, whenever I see the notification on YouTube or whatever, I, like I would plan my weekend around it. I was just so uninterested in listening to any sermon, let alone hers. And so I was also able to know once certain things, once I started acting in a certain way, it was also an indication of what was going on in my heart as well. And these two things, (laughs) knowing that, okay, this is bitterness, having a name, you know, um, and then being able to pinpoint, like I said in part two, so I said bitterness has a voice and bitterness acts a certain way. And so being able to say, okay, whenever my heart is getting into this place of whether it's self-pity, whether it's, you know, bitterness, you know, with God or with the situation, whatever it is, this is what I start to do. These are the things I start to to see. And so it, it, it makes me more, and again, it goes back to something I talked about in Media Check-in, isn't it, about being self-aware. So I start seeing these things because sometimes no matter how close you are to somebody, they may not see these things, you know, you whether it's a sibling, whether it's a friend, whether it's even like a romantic partner, you know, except, except they really, really know you and really, really like observe you. They may not even know like, okay, there's something going on in her heart because she no longer does this or, oh, there's something going on in his heart because he no longer does that. Um, so just for me being, being aware to say, okay, when I start behaving like this, this is what is going on in my heart. And then knowing what exactly that thing is, it just, it helps me a lot. And I'm able, like I said, I'm able to pray about it. I'm able to talk to God about it. And there was a particular period I I would bring it to God in prayer. In fact, I, I was like, 
I started calling that part of my heart. I was like, Lord, this is Mara. You know, Mara doesn't want to pray. Mara doesn't want to read the Bible. Mara doesn't want to do this and that, you know, because like that was what Naomi said, isn't it? My name is Mara. And I was like, there's a Mara inside of me that is just not interested. And I, I need you to console her. She has to be consoled. God, she has to be comforted. You have to do it because I don't want to carry this. Because again, when bitterness goes unchecked, it creates bigger problems. It creates bigger problems for the person, for the relationships that you have currently or that you will even have. And it creates bigger problems for the people around you. Actually, we don't want that because that's when they start describing that person as, as being toxic. And I really want to give, I really want to give God praise. <laughs> this is sounding like church and testimony time, but really, I really want to give God praise because I know that it is to his credit that I am not what I should, what, what the experience or experiences I've had should, should have made me, you know, it is actually to his credit. It is him just helping me and working on my heart and working alongside me with the help of the Holy Spirit that I am, you know, because there are people who go through things and they become so hardened. There are people who go through things and they become so cold and insensitive or they become so vicious. I know that's the thing where people start saying, well, what happened to her? She, you know, like if I had carried on, for example, in the whole anger thing, people who have known me before and then they start hearing, oh, you know, Chichi, for those who call me Chichi, or, uh, you know, Neoma, she was on the road fighting somebody because the person scratched her car and she was, you know, and the person is now on the internet and she has gone viral, you know, or she was in a shop and somebody just, you know, mistakenly brushed past her and she slapped the person and, you know, now she's in the police custody for something. You know, and yeah, and that's the kind of thing. I mean, I'm laughing, but that's the kind of thing that happens. People just change 100% and you just can't understand what happened. So I, I really give God all the credit. I take none that just in spite of circumstances or in spite of situations that I am not what those things could have turned me into that I, he just helped me get past that I am so grateful to to God for that and another thing like I kind of like touched on is you know and I've, I've said it in the part one I've said it in the part two where I talked about having people that you're accountable to or people that can encourage you and things like that and I really bless God for for surrounding me with people and giving me people. There's something I want to share with you that about relationship, you know, and friendships. And it's something that came to me, well, I think it was actually last year, but I remembered it again today. I need you to know that not every relationship that comes into your life is for you. You know, sometimes we have people who come into our lives um, and then we're thinking, oh, I'm not getting anything from this person. And so we either like start avoiding their calls or when they call us, we're like, hey, I'm busy or we ignore their calls because we feel like they are not giving us something. But I, I, I want you to know that there are people that God brings into your life because you have something that he wants to give them. 
you have something that they will benefit from. So they came into your life to take from you. It's not every relationship that comes into our lives that is to give to us. There are some relationships that are meant to take from us. And so it's important that we are in that cycle. So we shouldn't just be in a a relationship or a friendship. And when I say relationship, I mean like friendship or whatever. We shouldn't just be in in a situation where we only have people who take from us and we shouldn't just be in a situation where we're only friends with people who give to us. We need to be in that cycle where we have people who are pouring into us and people that we are pouring into. And those people have people they are pouring into. And, you know, that is, that is what it's supposed to be. So even as I say, get, make sure you have people in your life that you can draw hope from and all of that. It is important that you yourself you are somebody that someone else can draw some hope and strength from. You're not just the person that people have to pour into. You, it's important that in your life, you have one or two or three people who you're able to pour into as well. When we keep things bottled inside, it it festers, isn't it? And it just... Sometimes, especially if you if you're the kind of person that has a very creative imagination, you know, active imagination, you know, you will tend to always blow things out of proportion. And so you need you need those people who are able to, you know, bring you bring you down from the high that you are about to go into from that intense high of anxiety or sadness or, you know, just disappointment, whatever it is. So. Yeah, that's just what I wanted to share in this episode because it was just important to me. I don't I don't want anybody, any of any of you <laughs> that listens or has been listening to this series to think that I've never experienced it or that it's not something that I actively, you know, I'm I'm actively with the help of God working on. There are always opportunities, just like there are always opportunities to take offense. There are always opportunities to be bitter. And honestly, I don't know. Maybe somebody may say it's willpower. You have, you can, you know, program your mind and program yourself. But for me, I know that it is God helping me. It is God working with me and working alongside me, you know, that has enabled me to continue to win over bitterness. Um... So yeah, that's that's what I just wanted to share with you. Give me my give you my own personal uh testimony um as it were. So thank you for listening. Bye-bye.